Hello, everyone. Happy New Year's. Hope you had a great, happy holiday with your family and your loved ones and your ex-girlfriend and your boyfriend that you're pretending is gonna is gonna like last, but you're lying to yourself, but you just needed a holiday someone to comfort you. I hope it was fantastic. This week's episode of the I'm Just a Kid podcast, I have Shafi Hossein. Now Shafi attended high school in Dhaka, Bangladesh. I hope that wasn't offensive what I just did there. But uh, Shafi is a re- Shafi is a great hardworking comic. He has a great podcast called the I Americanize podcast. Um, he's killing it in the New York City comedy scene. He has his own comedy show called the Penthouse Comedy. It's one of the only live comedy shows in New York City right now. And this dude has opened for some major comedy celebrities, including Joe List, Sam Morell, uh, Monroe Martin, and and Louis C.K. I hope I didn't offend anyone by saying Louis C.K. This guy is great, and he's opening up for me um, in January a couple times. Uh, uh, yeah. I mean, I'm not on the same level as um, those other guys, but he's a great act, and I hope you guys enjoy the episode. Here it goes. I'm just a kid, and life is a nightmare. I'm just a kid, I know that's not fair. Nobody cares, cause I'm alone, and the world is having more fun than me. Shafi Hussein, what's up, man? James, you you was I love the energy. I can't <laughs> match it, but I'm trying. I have my coffee over here with my green mug. It's called Home Sweet Home. Oh, oh. very beautiful. I have a I have coffee too in a uh a, a non-labeled mug because I'm a peasant. I love it. I love it. It's like it's like, you know, when you're growing up, you're like all about the branding and then you you evolve into like, oh yeah, I don't care about the brand. I just want people to know for who I am. Oh, that, that's that, what you have been. That's not true at all. I'm wearing a, a billionaire boys uh club t shirt. This is like a five hundred dollar t shirt I got when I was in high school. I'm like, I'll get this and girls will be all over me. <laughs> and uh, I still didn't get laid in high school. You're, you're joking, right? What? What do you mean? About not getting laid? That that t-shirt cost you 500 no 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 it's i think oh yeah yeah probably like <laughs> 50 bucks 70 it's still ridiculous for you could you know yeah you could go to um costco and get a a suit <laughs> for 50 bucks <laughs> yeah, yeah yeah but man how you listen Not- like uh, um I, I i love having you I, i'm happy to have you on i love you do you know why i love you because you are probably one the hardest working comedians out there no like uh, no fucking exaggeration no dick sucking dude you are just killing covid right now dude like <laughs> i feel like you want this virus to mutate so you can keep you're just killing it in comedy you don't want it to end <laughs> i i, dude, I you, appreciate you were, it but like i feel you like you're the other person that i see always on the road just like you know you have your videos that you make comedy lives and it's just so inspiring to see that and it's really fun because, like, I love people who are, you know, obviously the situation is dire and we want to get out of it. Um, but people are trying to make make the best of it. And I think you are doing uh, the the right thing. Yeah. I bringing think, this podcast back, too, which is great. Yeah. Thank you. I think the mentality is like if you're a real comic, it's just like even if things all fall apart, I, I there's no desire. There's, you still have to perform. You know, you still have yeah, to go like, for it. 
um, I think with us there was there was never like a like I, don't, I have, did you ever have like a doubt? Did we ever like were you ever like oh maybe I'll have to quit comedy and get no like that never even crossed no, my mind when I, COVID hit. Like the first time, the first time, like I remember the day they announced the lockdown. I had a show. <laughs> I had like I had like I had like a I had like a tour planned in April, which I had I was like supposed to go in three different states for festivals all of them got canceled so i had to like try to get refund and delta is like oh how about we give you some like um points and like you can you know fly out fly with us in 2021 but don't ask for the money and there was like such a big line so i didn't i didn't care for it but there's yeah. so many cancellations i had to do on airbnb and all of that and so the first the first week okay i was like okay we don't know what's going on there was no zoom talk about zoom anything like that Nothing. but nbc had a late night writers workshop submission that was coming up so i was like oh i'll just do that and so i i i dove right into it and for the next two weeks i just like wrote monologue jokes and then sketches and um tried to like you know create the packet and it was so fun because i have not done that but i right. wanted to do something like that and then I had another opportunity where I had to like submit another uh, packet for Colbert. And that was so fun because that was also very different than what NBC writers like Fallon and whatever do. They mm -hmm. have like a different format. So I really had fun doing that. And there was another submission for like a pilot that I did. So I was like writing a lot. I was pitching, um, pitching satire pieces to like uh, websites and some of them got published, which was nice. A lot of rejections, obviously, which is great. Because I, I, don't, I don't care for them because you just got to keep doing it and see where it uh, opens up. Right. And then I think I think right around end of April or middle of – yeah, end of April, I think we started some Zoom stuff. And I went right to it. I didn't wait. I said, like, oh, I'm not going to do Zoom. I just started doing it. Yeah, I don't get the comics, like, uh, for so long. They're like, I don't – like, fuck Zoom shows. It was like a hashtag for a little bit. Like, fuck Zoom yeah. comedy. I'm like – Dude, it's like you're, there's, it's better than nothing. Like you're like you're just yeah. rather would do nothing. Like I don't even understand. If you're, if, yeah, if you're tweeting online, you can do Zoom because that's like live Twitter. You know what I mean? Like you're just yeah. live tweeting to your your comics and see you, who's responding. I'm, I'm sure it's bad. It's not optimal, but it's like better better than not doing it at all. Yeah, and yeah. it's like like if you look at like uh, Sarah Cooper who blew up during COVID. It's like people are still gonna blow up and people are still gonna make it it's just a different right gonna be a different way or a different kind of business um yeah it depends on like at the end of the day it depends on what you really want out of comedy you know what i mean if you're doing it for different reasons then yeah sure like if you face roadblocks you're gonna stop but if you do it comedy for the love of doing comedy it doesn't matter because there's matter, no yeah. end goal you know what i mean yeah but uh i mean dude it's like um when did you move to new york I moved to New York last September, 2019. See, you look, you moved in last September. Well, I was in yeah. New York. Okay, I was upstate, so I moved yeah. to the city, city, Albany, in September. Right? Yeah, yeah. All, I was. That's where I, we met. Yeah, for the yeah, first yeah. time. I still remember that. Day. You, that was such a. You had like that. I still remember the uh, joke about uh, the headband. That was so <laughs> good. I was like, oh, that's so good. And then we talked after, and we kept in touch, and it was so cool to see you in the city. Dude, I remember uh, – it was funny because uh, I was hitting you up about something. I remember – I saw you know, you ever go on a Facebook message, and you, and you see the last message, and it's from, like, years ago? Yeah, I remember you, yeah. like – you were like, I'm moving down there. Like, you have any tips, any advice, uh, uh, all that shit? Yeah. And I uh, – Yeah, yeah, yeah. I just remember and – then, and then – but then, like – so that was like September, I guess. And when I hit you up, yeah. I was asking you to do your show. And like, 
at this time, like you had been opening for like these big comics, like like Sam Morell, uh, jo- Joe List. Like you opened for Louis. Like it was like I had like a moment. I'm like, like what the fuck? This this six these last six months, this guy's done every like more than I've done in six years. What the fuck? <laughs> and I wasn't mad. I, I, I don't mean like what the lucky. fuck, mad. Like, I got I got super lucky because like I when I was in Albany I got really lucky because you know if you start in a smaller scene you get stage time really fast yeah and I was like you know like hosting weekends on the, at the Funny Bone and in Albany and Syracuse and I met like few headliners already like Joe List I met down there Nick Griffin I met down there and then we just became good buddies when I moved to the city and we kept in touch and then I started my shows and I was already like. Uh, kind of opening for Nick when he was like uh, doing shows you know out of town he's so funny and dude. then Nick oh he's one of my favorite like one of the best writers I've ever I, seen oh, I, I love comic. I would love to just sit down and watch him every single time dude oh he's he's like he has this new chunk on couch it's so brilliant you know what I mean it's <laughs> okay. like it's like ridiculously good I love his joke about um, um uh the the can like you, you oh, s- soup? sit and stir or something like you think you could do that yeah, loser yeah. <laughs> You know, you know why they say since uh, sit, uh, star because they can say open the window and jump. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> so good. The FDA doesn't allow that. It's so funny. Um, so I and you know, like what well, I, I I got lucky with Nick, and then uh, Joe and I kind of became buddies, and then he kind of asked me to you know work with him and Louis, and he's like best friends with Louis. Everyone knows that already, obviously, mm-hmm. and. And then Sam saw me perform, and then Sam asked me to open, and I have been like super lucky. And then I've been just op- I went did a weekend with him in Rhode Island, and then did a lot of bunch of stuff in Connecticut, and I was there with him PA, in PA last night. So like Sam, um, Sam has been super great, uh, super generous with um, get taking me with him, and I'm I'm super grateful. Yeah, dude, I think there's a there's a like I started in New York. Which is uh, which is good in its own way, but I think if you start from like uh, a, a small town with like a funny bone in it, and you if you're good, which you are, you MC, you get you know you get all the MC spots, and you just by default meet these big name headliners, yeah. and you build a relationship yeah. with them. Like in the city, it's like I had like there's no opportunity for me to fucking work with Nick Griffin or Sam Morell, other than yeah. if I was past at the Comedy Cellar, which is just like that that takes like ten years, you know. But right, if you're right, a year right. or two in, if you have a, if you if you're hosting out a funny bone, you'll meet these guys and you you right. develop a relationship and then you move down there, you hit them up. It's and yeah. um, it's really like any other job. It's like you know, like a good connection really helps. And obviously, you want to be funny. That's number one, priority number one. And yeah, and you know, like I I I love to work hard, and 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 I'm also not gonna take the fact that I have been super lucky because people are super generous and kind. But it's a combination of you know so many different factors, right timing, right place. But being um, funny is the most important, it. man. If if you weren't funny, oh, for sure. they wouldn't even bother with you. Oh, I hope so. I hope they're not just taking me because I'm. <laughs> no, no. Uh, the good thing about me, Nick, yeah, yeah. Sam, and Joe, like you know these guys, they, they they're not gonna have shit on their show. You know, they they're they're right, purist. Right. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Like those three are probably like the best writers in the game. Yeah. So. Yeah. So does that do you feel any pressure to like because like I'm always in my head about my act like I'm always like is this joke too right, right. Is this, like do you ever feel that like 
like when you're on stage, even if you're doing well, you're just like, oh, this. But this guy's such a genius that he can see right through my sh like my 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 Asian yeah. jokes or my whatever Bangladesh jokes. Right, right, right. So I I like the first times when I was like opening for each of them, like the first time I was freaking out because like <laughs> they're my, <laughs> you know, I look up to them and like um, Sam does a great job of encouraging you to fail like sam like when when we drive together like whenever wherever we just like run bets and mm -hmm. he does such a good job of like encouraging you to try new stuff that i get like this this like uh, i i'm like more relaxed it's like oh yeah it, it, he doesn't care if i'm like you know trying something new which is like a I, I, for a headliner to do is great because like you want to make your opener feel like oh he he yeah. he can experiment if he needs to and like the with Sam I've done like more than 10, 10 12 shows now in like last two three months yeah um so like he knows my act he believes in that I'll do a good job ending it so he 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 doesn't he doesn't care um that's good man that's and, that's so that's that's great to have that comfortability and I'll just say this and I'll let you keep going but it's like I always felt like when I had a weekend at a club like a funny bone or whatever, like a six show weekend at a Thursday, Sunday club, you only start yeah. to feel like, you know, you do the first show and then if you don't know the headliner, but you do well, they're like, Oh, you're funny. And then they're nice to you. And then it's not until Sunday where you're like, now you have that kind of rapport and you're starting to get used to it, but then you're back to New York or you're off to the next, like the yeah. fact that you can kind of keep continuing that is so awesome. Yeah. Yeah. yeah just, you just keep right, right. the relationship going. It's, it's great. Like I've opened for like, I get P Corielli like a couple times and, yeah. Um, I haven't sp seen him in like four years. Every and now I see him. Like if I work for him again, it's like not the same. It's not like oh my god, like we're picking up where we left off. It's more like oh you again. You yeah, know? yeah, because like yeah, yeah. That's 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 where I got lucky because like they're all like New York comics. So like when they're you know going around town in the Northeast, they you know they, like Sam at least like has been like asking me all the time to come with him, which has been super nice. And then you you build it's all about the relationship and and how comfortable you feel around someone. Yeah. To like take you know, and that's how like he he understands that because he you know he's such a purist. He understands that if if I'm able to experiment and try new stuff is how I will get better. And obviously I will n never stop complimenting how kind he is to me. You know what I mean? Yeah. So like, it works works that way as well i guess um but like yeah like the the question about being nervous like when i opened like i had this incredible night of comedy where i you know opened for joe uh joe louis and uh, and sam at the same in the same night yeah what the fuck and, man that's fucking yeah, dream that, come true. that was that was wild because like i was in stress factory at 7 30 show um and then when I was going on stage, Joe, Louie, and Sam are all standing like in front of me, and I was oh. seeing them look at my look at my set, and oh. I'm like, and and the crowd was just so supportive. Yes. I probably had one of the best sets of my life. Yeah, and just like getting compliments from you know three of the best in comedy was like uh I, that, that's when i was like i should go to comedy i've i've won i, sh I should like stop yeah. doing it because i don't think it can get better those those and... nights will tie you down for probably another year man like nights there's always there's so much shit in comedy but there's always every once in a while you have these nights where yeah. er everything is perfect someone you look up to compliments you you, you kill yeah and you just like yeah. you, that ride home or you're laying in bed and you're just like, man, like I am the shit. This is the best thing. I'm so happy I did this. And you could have yeah. a, a whole week of bad shows, but that that taste will yeah. keep you go in it for. That's why a lot of probably yeah. like a lot of bad comics are still. there. 
yeah, I, st- I still never have the feeling that I'm the shit, but I'm just very grateful that I got to it's do it. It's not even that you're the, the shit, but you're just like, this feeling yeah, yeah. is amazing. This satisfaction, you know? Yeah, yeah. I'm, I'm like always very like trying to look at from a place of like um, gratitude. I'm always like, oh, this is incredible. Like, cause like, you know, like I, 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 I have the feeling that um, there's a saturation to how funny you can be. And like, we have so many funny friends and there's so many people who are deserving and yeah. gets to be recognized. And I'm like super grateful and lucky. And there's like a hundred companies who could do that night, do that spot and, and do equally or better, uh, obviously. And they were not there. So I'm super grateful and to be able to do it. Yeah. You know what I mean? No, it, it, it's, it's great too that um, you also like, you're also like you're just very aware too. You're like I'm super lucky and I gotta work hard and I gotta yeah. keep writing. I can't get comfortable. I love that man. Sure. I'm, that and you know they probably sense that too. That's why they keep um they keep asking you. Now did Louis say anything to you? Like <laughs> yeah, he was he was giving me notes after notes. <laughs> yeah, yeah. He he t- he complimented on some stuff okay. and then he was like, oh how how about you explore this? Uh, and then like there were some jokes. He was like, oh like. I like the direction. Yeah. Have you thought about this? And then, because I had to run out with Sam in a while, and then he thanked Sam for letting Sam use me for him. <laughs> I was just like, this, oh, is wow. a, this is ridiculous. That is so crazy. Yeah. It's like, yeah, yeah. And Sam, yeah. Sam was also so kind. It was like really, it was a good hang. It was, it was, it was fun. Yeah. Oh man, that is that is really that is truly amazing, dude. I am so I'm not jealous, but I'm very, I'm more happy. Like I'm happy that someone. I guess in my little, my inner circle or whatever can experience that, you know, I've never been one of these jealous uh, guys. Like, have you experienced anyone like, like what the fuck, the fuck is chef, you piece of shit, fucking open for fucking no, bullshit. I, I, I don't, I, I haven't personally, I don't know, you know, what goes in people's mind and I don't really care for it as much, but like people in my life, like you, like you're, you I, whenever I see you, you're always happy and smiling and being, <laughs> you know, nice towards people around you. And it's like always like you want, cause the comedy is already so hard. Why would you want to make it difficult by being or bringing negative energy to it? You know, it's already so hard. There's not a lot of appreciation. Um, from whatever the industry is or whatever, you know what I mean? It's like you want to find people that you can count on even though you're doing this as a solo journey. But those people that can make you feel slightly better is just so important when you're pursuing this thing. Yeah, you got to be nice to everyone, man. And it's the ultimate – the thing I love about comedy is it's the ultimate – like it's all dependent on you and what you do, you know? Like – you yeah. could be the coolest guy. You could hook everyone up. But if you're not funny on stage, no one's going to help you. You know what I mean? No one's going to yeah, save can, you. Yeah, up there. That's that's the thing about comedy. They can, like eventually it will catch up to you. You know what I mean? Because on yeah. stage, if you're not doing what you should be doing, there's no no, there, no one cares how many TikTok videos you have that has over a million views. If you're on stage for 20 minutes and you're not being able to generate the kind of laughter that is expected of you. Yeah. People will catch up. But yeah, that, yeah. it just goes to like, you don't have to be a dick to people because like, if you first of all, you should be nice to people. So if they right. don't affect, if what other people do don't affect you on stage, why you just choose to be a dick, you know, just be nice. <laughs> right, right, right. You don't have to be, a, right. if, if it doesn't matter. Right. Like, it, it, I don't know. It's, yeah. But uh, I think people get jealous and I think that's when, uh, they try to, you know, bring it down. I've had people like, I've had this before, where like you, you, you go do a show and like the MC 
it was a local will be like, I'm going to fuck it. You better come fucking ready, man. I'm like, dude, what are you <laughs> like? I'm like, why, dude? What, what is this? Like, I'm already like that, I'm already sleeping in a happened. red roof in like this is bullshit, man. That has happened to you. That's insane. Oh, dude. Yeah, I, I did this show in Pittsburgh and the, the like the MC was supposed to do 10. He did like 25, 30 minutes of just like local like Pittsburgh shit. And even the headliner, oh, wow. the, the headliner like knew the guy. He was like a guy who worked with him. And I was like, is he supposed to do 10? It's been like 20 minutes. And he goes, oh, yeah, so I'm good, blah, blah, blah. So I don't know if they were in cahoots because the guy, the headliner actually hired me. So I don't know what it was, but he tried as hard as he fucking could. And like uh, after I got off, he made fun of me again. Like, because I made, like, I got off. He looks like, you know, the oxy clean guy. That's what he looked like. And mm. um, then I got, and then as soon as he got up, he, he started trashing me a bit in a, in a, Mm. a playful way but at the same time it was like all right like you're make you're masking it as like oh, we're ball busting but you're just a, like i don't even know i just met you today you know right right that's so weird dude oh it's <laughs> it's sad but anyways man so um i what i know a little bit about your background um and just to, i guess to sum it up in my pedestrian way it's like you're a brilliant <laughs> guy like aren't you like a scientist or like don't you didn't you invent google or something <laughs> like what is I it? I wish that'd be cool if I invented Google. Um, I I studied chemical engineering and business. There we go. Um, and I I had like a master's in engineering management that I'm you know completing online. You're doing it um, now? Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's like an online program. It's pretty laid back. Like you know, one one <laughs> class a semester, nothing too crazy. <laughs> Uh, only only someone that's brilliant would be like it's laid back this master's program in in chemical engineering and and uh, blah 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 I'm like I'm just and like you're doing comedy I'm like what are you talking about laid back <laughs> it's it's like it's like once you get through like I guess bachelor's I feel like is way harder than master's because master's is a lot of group projects and it's a lot of um, presentation and stuff which doesn't really phase you know co comedians at least like yeah i'll do presentations for days like who cares i love it yeah, yeah, yeah. um yeah put some jokes um, in there so <laughs> yeah <laughs> yeah uh a good thing about online schooling no online school shootings you know what i mean yeah yeah um, yeah <laughs> um yeah so i i was i was born and raised in Bangladesh, and then i moved here for college when i was 18 and then i finished you know schooling in mass moved to new york upstate albany where i started working and then after work i was like oh i have too much free time i should do something and then i picked up stand-up comedy and i fell in love with it and right never looked back and then i moved here last year now you grew up in i remember i asked you if you had a yearbook you said you just laughed you were like we don't do that <laughs> yeah 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 that's so funny because like it's such a like when i i followed your like you know pod and you put up like you know uh yearbook photos and i'm like oh my god he's gonna be so disappointed <laughs> 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 the fact that we had a school, you know what I mean? Um, yeah, we we we. I don't know why we didn't do yearbooks because our school was pretty Americanized or you know British influenced. Oh, okay. Um, I thought you were gonna so go was, the angle you know, like, listen, in Bangladesh, we don't say goodbye. It's just get off and get to work, motherfucker. Yeah, yeah, yeah. We we. I don't know why we didn't do yearbooks. And I had like maybe some pictures in my old computer that's like now broken. Uh, but I couldn't figure it out. Like, I was like, why don't I have any pictures from my high school? You sent me one. That was like great. Was you sent me there. one in your gown. Captain. Oh, yeah. That's me graduating from college. Oh, <laughs> is it? Well, no one I has to know. You. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I tricked you. Uh, like, you got uh, me. He will, he will, he, 
You want Rio? I also, he looks exactly the same. Holy college. shit! Yeah, yeah. So he he hasn't changed at all. Like, what what's his secret? Um, but yeah, college like uh, college was obviously fun, but like schooling in Bangladesh is uh, very different than schooling here. I'm assuming. I don't know. Tell me about it. I mean, it, I, for, I'll just tell you when I went to school, it was like um, it was just like uh, pass and play. Just just for me, it was like just get a C and, and, and have as much fun as you can. Try to get into college, oh, the, wow. the closest school you can. <laughs> that's just that's and me. You, that's not everyone. That's that's you know, I don't want to generalize. America you, st- here. You, you studied uh, at uh, in New Jersey and then you went to Rutgers. I went Rutgers? to Rutgers. Yeah. 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 So like you never left Jersey. I never Except left Jersey. Comedy. No, dude. I, I mean, I was, I was just in a complete different mindset when I was in high school, and co- I was yeah. so self-involved in like just trying to be cool and like go to parties yeah. and try to be popular, and I didn't right, think about right, academics right. or anything like that. And so, like, when I just was applying for schools, Rutgers was a college that was 15 minutes from where I grew up, where we would always go party on the weekend. So I was like, hey, why don't just live there? You know, that was my whole mindset. There was no like, is this a good place for uh, whatever I want to do? It was just like, I got to go to school, you know? Right. Oh, so like how how were you in school? Like how was the uh, were you a geek? Were you like a no, I was I was you know what I was I was actually both. I was I was a a geek loser um in middle yeah. school up until my freshman year and then yeah. so i was i was i was very i was i was fat and i hadn't gone through my growth spurt so yeah they were just so i i i i uh i was i was getting picked on all the time i was getting bullied a lot and it just got yeah. to the point where i was like i was sick of it so i decided to like go on a diet so instead of like eating pizza and french fries at lunch i would eat like i would go to the deli's uh the deli line instead and I yeah, did that yeah. for a month or two, and I went through my growth spurt at the same time. So I went from like five, whatever two to like five ten, and I just went from like this this short, chubby, fat kid with glasses to just just this tall, lean kid with I got contact lenses, and it's so shallow. It, it <laughs> but I just girls started like sending me notes in, in class, and like it just completely yeah. just turned around just like that. So I was a total dork, and then um. Uh, then I became like kind of a popular kid. Yeah, it feels like you're telling like you were me, but in New Jersey. <laughs> you know what I mean? Because I, I I went through the same journey. It was I was very chubby in in school, and I I had to go through like diets. And I'm like you know I'm like tall for Bangladesh, but I wasn't tall when I was like in middle school. And then um, I I got picked on a lot. I for, had for being man fat? boobs, man boobs. Yeah, 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 yeah. I had man boobs, and it was just like. Um, I cried a lot. I, I, I'm like a very sensitive kid. I haven't <laughs> cried since I moved to the U.S., but I, I used to cry a lot. And well, you haven't cried since I, you moved to the U.S. <laughs> no, no. I oh, cry. I was like, what do you I got a calendar? You're just ticking down the, <laughs> ticking down the days. Did it cry again? Day one thousand. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Um, but yeah, I was I was pretty geeky. I was more I, not like the smartest kid, but I was like I was trying my best and. I, I used to play with Pokemon cards. I we I would try and play basketball, but, but I wasn't good. But then I grew and I became taller, and that's when I became cooler because I was like the vice captain of my high school basketball team, right. and that kind of helped my image, I guess. Um, 
it's very shy as a kid didn't really talk to girls mm-hmm. um but then when i start you know growing taller it, it things kind of happen they come to you almost like because you just you're just more attractive so people just start being attracted to you and then you're just like you just have you're just forcing the conversation with girls more you know right like and the fact that you said about you know like how um you know you thought you you, you thought about you know going on a diet and looking cool and you you th- you think it's shallow but that's our entire life at the time we don't really understand future we don't talk about 401ks mm-hmm. we don't really know what's going on our life is so immediate it's like schooling that's all we care about because it's like how you are perceived every day right like now it's like you go on stage and you you know talk to 1000 people 300 people and you do that over and over again you don't you you get more perspective too like when you're like growing absolutely older, i guess a thing about us is like comedians is like um and i tell like i tell my girlfriend this sometimes i tell other people that come to me with their problems sometimes like they'll be talking about like i don't know what they're going to think of me i'm like dude you're talking to someone that embarrasses themselves five times a day every fucking day you yeah. know it's like yeah, we have yeah. no we don't we don't are, that doesn't even work anymore like Oh, I hope this. Right. Hope we don't look dumb, or hope they they don't think I'm weird. It's like, dude, we, you know, we don't, we just don't care. You know, our image, our whatever. We're just trying to. We're literally our goal is to be ourselves. Like that's what's gonna right, make right. us money and get us successful. You know, a lot of people are just trying to like, just just be who they have to be to like get by. I feel like, or whatever, just to just to be more comfortable. You know, make more friends and stuff. But oh, for sure, like you know, comics. I'm definitely. I'm sure, like we all go through the go through the phase where we do care of what the audience thinks of us, but then we have to fight it so hard that if we let them get to our head, then we'll never, you know, progress in this field that we're trying to um, get better at. So it's like the fight is definitely there because, you know, you, you, you do a joke, you get kind of embarrassed, but then you fight that urge to be embarrassed and then you keep going, you keep doing it over and over again. And and then you, you know, but it's, it's a, it's kind of like a testament to life because, even like let's say when we were younger and we were fat chubby kids and people were like yeah you fat so man titty you know litty bitty <laughs> and you start crying or you and if you let it affect you that's like fodder to them they're like oh yeah like i could hurt this person have control over them if you go yeah i'm fat and you just lick your your man boob and then they're like oh shit this right. guy doesn't care you're just a cool you're yeah. cool you know it's like you know that guy yeah. uh the basketball player Giannis Antetokounmpo they call him the greek freak yeah. i was thinking about this the other day like i'm yeah. sure in high school that could have hurt him, but he was like, "I'm the Greek right. freak. I'm seven feet tall. I'm I dunk. I'm I'm the shit." And the Greek freak right. become can it could be it just depends how you react to it. It can be it can make you cry, and then you're a freak, or you can be like a freak, like holy shit, like this guy is out of this world from another planet, you know? Yeah, it's all perspective. That's a good point. Yeah, like, you know, like when you're young, and if someone calls you like um, you know names, and then you react to it, then it can really, really. Uh, go in a direction where you'll never be able to recover. So you you were um so you get you did experience a lot of bullying though. Y- yeah, well it was like not like oh like a lot of like uh, mundane like like the norm bullying. Yeah. Right. Like like oh like you're fat or oh like they were like kids were mean in when I wasn't like you know popular enough they would maybe like you know squeeze my tits and run away and it was weird it was really weird if you think about it It was like abuse i used to get the flick up they would flip it flop it up yeah yeah Yeah. i remember like once um letting a friend i thought at the time 
um, borrow a pen. Like I gave him a pencil. And you, do you know that move where they put the pencil on your desk and you sit on it? Like, like it's like, the it's like a prank. Like, oh, like, like they give you, a, you get like, like if, for example, you're coming back to your desk and you don't look and you're sitting on it and they put the pencil so that you, you're, you, you, you're, oh, and then you don't know you, and then you can't find your pencil. Oh, you can't find your, it's in your butt because you're, you're in pain. Oh, they, they, uh, they, 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 to, oh, they put it up. Like they prop it up. Yeah. Oh, that's, yeah, that's yeah, yeah. evil, dude. What? Yeah. Yeah. It's, it's a, a weird prank. Bangladesh it's prank. Not, not, Holy shit. Yeah. It, <laughs> I know it's it's actually in the uh, UN calls it a crime against humanity now. That's what they used to call it a prank. <laughs> it's like they wouldn't even do that in Guantanamo, but they did it in my high school. Holy you know what I mean? Like that's shit. the people were some people are crazy. And uh, the problem in Bangladesh was that we went to a quiet school, and like obviously we we you know it's a more or less con- more conservative as a country. Yeah. So guys would fight over girls who were like attractive. They were like, oh, like it's she's. Like if girls would like flirt and then, you know, if they're flirting with multiple guys, there was like a lot of like, you know, oh, outside school, you and me will fight over the girl. It was very, very Victorian era. Now, would uh, the girls stuff, would the girls be like on board, like whoever wins, I'm going to go on a date with or did they go for who they were more uh, interested in? No, they act. They would always play dumb by saying that. Oh, I have. I I wasn't flirting. I was just talking to them. And the other guy would get jealous because, like, the other guy was probably ahead in the texting game with the girl or something. Right. And it's like, oh, why would you also talk to the other guy? And there was a lot of jealousy and envy. And Ooh. like I said, like at that at that age, like girls are pretty much like your entire thought. Uh, it captures a lot of. Uh, brain cells yeah and you just think about that just think like, if so they acknowledge you or not that's 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 yeah yeah damn dude so people yeah. literally would throw down like like yeah yeah there was a lot of like gang violence over like uh school high school prom dates it's so funny oh my god that's so funny yeah it's like they would call backups and some like some kids who whose brothers i guess were like seniors they had more power because they're like oh i'll call my brother and they yeah. say, "Oh yeah, you can have you can have the girl. I don't want anything to do with this." Holy shit, dude! Do you do you yeah, do you have any like? So I have I only ask because I have one of these stories, but I have like, do you have one story about where someone called you a name or bullied you that really kind of like like you can't forget about? Like it's still it's kind of shaped who you are. Do you have one? Um, I have one moment where. It was just like uh, we were playing soccer, mm-hmm. football, and I was not doing a good job um, as a left back. I remember that I was left back. I didn't do a good job, and someone came and pushed me off the field. They <laughs> they got so mad. Uh-huh. They're like, like we, like you, we have to sub you out. I was like, I don't want to be subbed. <laughs> oh, <laughs> just wow. He just like started shoving me off. And it was so weird and bizarre. And I still remember this. Like, it's just a game. Like, why are you so obsessed? Right. And it was like, and he he was also like those like guy, those guys who like didn't like losing. And it was like, uh, it was weird. It was like teachers got involved and and he got suspended. Um, For pushing you out? But it was, yeah, he was like f- trying to fight me. And I have never oh, been in I a see, fight. I, I, I don't fight back. So he just like tried to fight me. It's like, yo, it's just a game. Like, I don't, like, why are you so upset about this? Right. And that's just really stuck um, with you. Yeah, I it's, it's like a vivid memory because like I never felt that kind of aggression, like you know, name calling and all of that is fine to a degree. It's like yeah, I can live with it, but like uh, physical aggression, like they had like physically pushed me off 
yeah. afield to have like one of their friends come in just because you were sucking weird that's the terrible thing it's just you you just weren't not like you said anything or were a dick you just weren't perform yeah. well yeah like i missed i missed like a few passes i'm like okay this is good that that happens like yeah you know, it's the game just started and it's like no i want my friend to play why don't you get up i was like i'm not gonna get up Oh. And then he just like shoved, picked me up. <laughs> like he literally picked me. He's like trying to pick me up out the field. I'm like this is weird. Jesus, I have one yeah. where um, this this really fucked me up. I so I told you like I was, um, when I, I was a loser and I I knew I was a loser and I didn't like it. Like I I mm-hmm. I would constantly put myself in positions with cool crowds where I didn't really yeah. belong. So I ended up being kind of like yeah. the punching bag a lot. And I remember of one course. time. I was just uh, I was at my bus stop and one of there was, you know, one cool kid and one kid who was nice to me just in the middle. Kind of cool. And we're talking. I'm just trying to be silly and trying to get attention, just trying to fit in. And the guy just just it just keeps like kind of like ignoring me and just putting me down. And then he just says something. He just goes, James, you just have no life. And he just like walked away. And dude, for the next 24 hours of my life, I was just. Of like a like a sad puppy, dude, because yeah. it just all summed it up. It's like I'm a I'm a I'm I'm a dork. I'm a loser. I have I can't get any attention from girls. I can't. I don't have any like I I, the, I can't hang out with the popular kids. They don't accept me. It's just like I'm fat yeah. and all this stuff. And like he just goes, you have no life. It just like oh yeah, I don't have a like. I just went around like I don't have a life. He's absolutely right. Like right, right, right. And that really, I mean, to this day, it's just like. It just sits. It sits with me. Do you know that guy now? He's dead. Do you know what he's up? To? <laughs> I swear. To Shut God. up, really. I swear to God, he he would. I mean, listen, like, I'm not happy about it, but it's like so he has no life. He literally has no. I used to do a joke about them. People <laughs> people were not exactly on board. <laughs> uh, I can see that. I would be like, hey, well, he bought. No one remembered. He bullied me. Hello, but he no. He, he I mean, he was um. Well, you know, he was a he was a bully, and you know, he, my I I grew up in Jersey, like in the suburbs, and there's a lot of pill problems there. So he just, you know, yeah. So it oh, he ended sucks. up uh, just o- overdosing mm. at 25, like a couple of years ago, actually. And oh, that's sad. That's sad. It's very sad. I'm not. I'm, I'm not. Listen, I'm not here to be like, woo, the high school bully dead. Fuck yeah. Right. Absolutely right, not. Right. It's, it's 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 a tragedy, right. but um. Dude, he really hurt my feelings, and that that was probably like you know you have one of those moments where it's just like it, it just really kind of forced me to like go on my diet and and, and just mm. you know put too much effort into vanity, you know, where right, I probably right, right, been right. doing. Uh, I, I, I think I think so. Like so, that was like you know that was good bullying. Then you changed your course of action. You know what I mean? Like, yeah, that's a good bullying. But where you took control of your life and you change it for the better so like i feel like that's like props like bullying works <laughs> you know what i mean yeah bullying works. <laughs> yeah yeah you did it that's a whole nother uh that's a whole nother debate yeah, yeah yeah um so you played uh so you you did uh you speak french i i i don't speak french i was pretty mad about take having to take french in in my school i'm like why are we doing like i, I took french too I, I don't know one word <laughs> yeah I, I know how to say my name je m'appelle shafi uh yeah i know i i know how to ask your name come on the i know i know how to ask what's up bonjour like, see uh croissant yeah, bonjour. 
Moxie. Yeah, croissant. That's Le, one. Lafleur. I think French that's one. <laughs> yeah, For, yeah, exactly. So I, 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 I had to like take it, and I was pretty upset about the entire, entire uh, situation. I was like, I already speak multiple languages. I don't need this. And they're like, No, you have to take French. And I was like, We're in Bangladesh. When am I gonna ever use this? And yeah. Then I moved to the U.S. and I'm like, Oh, this was a mistake. I should have taken Spanish. Uh, take it. No, I should have taken like even like a bit more interest in French because it's like a it's like a poetic language. People love it. It's like very sexy. You know what I mean? Oh, you you say you should um, take it more seriously. Yeah, I should have. Sure. It's like yeah. I missed out. Something. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, I those. I mean, I like I said, I took French and I don't know one goddamn word of of French. It's it's pretty. Yeah. It's a huge failure. Can you imagine being a, like a French teacher and like right. no none of your students learn anything? Like like what is your purpose right. in life? <laughs> Yeah, it's it's sad because like you know, even if you take math and you hate math, you still know two plus two is four. Yeah, yeah, know? yeah. But for French, you like if you don't know it, you don't know it at all. It's like yeah, it's you didn't do a good job. Probably they think. No, it it's it, it's it's really kind of like depressing. Like my my dad's a teacher, and all he does is talk about how his students are idiots and they don't care and they're just trying to get by. I'm like, how? A- how could you like how could that be your purpose in life like that's your career it's just like just 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 giving i just just it's almost like going to the dmv where you're like i have to go get my goddamn license renewed no wants to be there and that's your life is like facilitating this you know it's it's, right 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 it just sounds really really shitty yeah 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 but you wrote i I actually go ahead sorry say that again no go ahead go ahead go i actually i actually had a good dmv experience i was trying to like renew my license and the person um, saw my birthday and wished me a, a, like a, a happy birthday. And I was like, oh my God, like people lie about this. You're very nice. Wow, that is probably <laughs> the best experience at the DMV that anyone has ever had. <laughs> she wished me a happy birthday and I was blown away by it. I was like, I, you made my day. I didn't expect this. I thought you would like, you know, scream in my face. And the, and the line was only two hours long instead years. of five. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, but yeah, I was, I was my, uh, blown away by it. Yeah, uh, it's 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 so sad. It's such a sad place, the DMV, man. Yeah. Jesus Christ, dude. I uh, do you have a you have a car in New York, right? Yeah, yeah. Nice. I drive everywhere. Nice. I've never taken the subway in a year. Isn't that crazy? That's my subway story of New York. I've never taken it. You've never taken it, just like you've never cried in America. <laughs> <laughs> no, I, but I actually have never taken the subway. I don't know how to access it. I don't. I would be lost if someone told Bro, me to like when I, get on the get on the train. When I first moved to the city, I had no idea how to take the bus. There's there's a way you have to take the like, so you have to have your card and put it in right, which easy enough. But then. Once you're on there, I didn't know this. You have to press a button to, oh, to wow. signify for them to stop, to get off. I had no idea. Yeah. So the whole time I'm like, I remember I was taking the local. I'm like, ah, it's weird. They're like, they feel like they're stopping on and off. Like, I guess I just have to get lucky yeah. to get off my stop. <laughs> so I would just, they would like, if I was going to 96th Street, it would just go to like, it would yeah. blow past. I'm like, ah, guess it's not stopping there today. And I'd be like on 74th. <laughs> uh, I finally get off. I'm like, fuck, I got unlucky today. And then I just yeah, yeah, yeah. put two and two together because then I would see people like pulling the string. I'm like, oh, wait. Yeah, your manager calls. Why are you late again to them? Like, oh, the bus is not stopping. <laughs> I don't bu- know what to tell the you. The bus gods weren't in my favor. <laughs> you know what the sad yeah, thing is, not though? Today. It's like, so there's a string you pulled for to tell them to stop. I That, yeah. that took me a week, two weeks maybe to like get, because, you, you know, I, I don't know what it is. I'm very careful. So I would pull it, but you have to like yank it. 
to get it to make mm. to, to to register, and then a sound goes off. I there was a while yeah. I was I was pulling it and not going all the way, so nothing would happen. But I was too self conscious yeah. to look like I didn't know what I was doing. So I would just kind of yeah. give up. So uh, it's very, yeah, yeah that's, that's fucking. Pathetic. It's funny. It was just like every time the bus stop, it's always when I'm with other people. I don't know why. Yeah, right. Maybe they don't yeah. like me personally. <laughs> the other people are just like pushing the button. Can you imagine if I went on it during COVID and I would just have fucking five hour long bus rides with the guys? Like, where are you going, dude? I'm like, oh, I'm just waiting for you to yeah, stop yeah. at. <laughs> yeah, yeah. When <laughs> you stop at Penn uh, Station. Yeah, we we are in Atlanta, Georgia. This is, is this your stop? Like, no, I didn't know this was a in the cross state bus Bro, ride. But it's just scary because you're in New York and everyone looks like no one. When you're walking down the street, not one person looks approachable on the street. So I'm scared to ask people uh, what to do. The MT, dude, the other the 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 the, the MTA, the the kiosk swallowed my Metro card the other day, dude. I just fucking. <laughs> I, I asked the person, I'm like, dude, like the thing swallowed and they're just like yelling at me. They're like, why? Yeah. What? What? I'm like, dude, like, help me. Help me. And like, and then they just yeah. like, they just point at a sign from behind the glass and you look and you go, yeah. so do I do that? And they just don't, they're just like treating you like you're the dumbest person they've ever met. Like it's, mm. so yeah, it's just scary, man. But yeah. if you, if you were to, so let me ask you this, like, um, being in the Bangladesh schooling system and being in this schooling system and I guess in college, like yeah. what are like the differences, you know, like, like what, any, any, like, uh, like just pretty obvious differences that you see. Um, I, I, I don't know if it would be a good comparison because in college people are a bit more mature and they don't, they don't really like, you know, are not like blatantly bullying you that there might be like a lot of backhanded compliments. I don't know. But like my, my peer, my, my college group was just like phenomenal. They were yeah. just like the kindest people I met and they were very encouraging. They were always curious about my culture. They, you know, they got me cakes for Eid. They're like, Oh, I don't know what to do. So you get your, got you a cake for happy. Oh, Eid. that's so nice. And wow. yeah, they got me like soccer balls and they, we started a club where we would play soccer because they didn't know how to do it. My like inter, like we play like intramural and stuff with, with my mm -hmm. freshman group of people. And, um, the difference, I guess like people like gen, gen, genuinely are nicer when they grow up. I feel like, sure. Yeah. I, I don't know. More mature. I don't know if it's true for everyone, but like, I, I've realized that people that I have been, um, interacted, yeah, interacted in college were at least very nice and kind. Well, um, so I don't know if I can give a good comparison in that aspect, but um, I've, I've, I've realized that math was not a priority for a lot of Americans, which we wouldn't. Uh, <laughs> Especially when you, when you, when you, when you to... pay cash at a, at, a, at, a, at a register, you really realize yeah, that. Cause, uh, yeah, because I remember like um, taking like, you know, a calc and I had like seniors in Cal classes. I was like, I'm a freshman. Why are they taking this right now? And they were just like blown away by like cross multiplication. They're like, oh, you can just <laughs> take it down like that. I'm like, what are you talking about? This Wait, is this ridiculous. is freshman year of college. Yeah, oh freshman year God. of college. I I and they're like, oh, I don't know how to do this thing. Like, how do you just like take something down there? Yeah. <laughs> like, what do you mean? And it was they they would like lay it out. They would like put one more step before they would divide in their head they would like make it longer and they was just like it was just like funny to see i'm like oh this is we did this in like seventh grade or something or six maybe even yeah dude i was i was um, i was taking algebra i think i think we we're doing trig when i was a senior in yeah. high school so yeah definitely yeah, not, yeah, yeah. definitely not the same emphasis because 
because I I had to take like DFQs in in high school, like differential equations. So like when I when I came when I moved to him, like oh DFQs are like not I ca- I couldn't even take DFQs till like sophomore year, and I was like oh I already know all of this. Why am I oh, wasting my time? Now did you um, have um what kind of punishment? Like so in a when I grew in high school, it's it's detention. You have in school suspension. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You have suspension. Bangladesh is is is, yeah. is, is, it, is it is it any different? I would I would guess it's harsher because. Just, just from being like an American, you just hear, oh, right. outside the country, there's no rules, no democracy. You know, I, I don't know, yeah, but I'm, yeah. I'm ignorant. So, so there are two different kind of schooling. I was in the English part of things, and there's also like Bangla schooling, which is there's some public schools. I was in a private school, right? So I've heard stories, like you know, brutal stories. So like my schooling, the punishment was you had to have to like stand in the corner, <laughs> like a like a dumbo. Yeah. So if you did, if you were talking, they would like make you stand, and then you would always see like in the corner, there's a bunch of kids <laughs> just, like lying, like, like <laughs> singing Christmas Christmas carols, you know. And we're like starting, and it's, like this is weird, right? Yeah. Um, they'd be facing the wall. Very... They face the wall away from the class. They face the wall. They face the wall. At times, they don't face the wall. So the other thing they would do is that we had like a games period when we would play like you know sports. And the kids who are like being bad in class, they would get like they wouldn't be allowed to play that. Right. Right. So like they would cancel like lunch or whatever. Like something like that would be like the first step. Mm-hmm. Um, our principal was pretty strict. So um, she, if she found out that you were speaking in Bangla around her, she would suspend you. She would not want you to speak in, but she would you you in, in the premise you have to speak English when she's around. Holy shit. Um, yeah, yeah, she was a stickler. She was ridiculous. She had like a dog that would like follow. We a thought dog? of kidnapping dog? the dog once. Yeah, yeah, we thought of kidnapping the dog once. So like we had enough with <laughs> with our principal. We had to like take this take this little dog with us. That would have been the best um, high senior prank ever if you just I stole know, the I, dog. I know, and it was like uh, it was like one of those hairy dogs, like a lot of hair. Yeah. I don't know what the breed is. I'm not like a like. Oh, a, I know. I, I, only uh, know I don't know the Shepherd. breed, but they're big, right? The the big dogs with it. Like they no, have no, like, they're, they tiny. Have like... they're tiny. They're oh, like, tiny. They're tiny, but like long hair, like brushing, like like back brushing their hair. Like a Pomeranian. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I think so. Of <laughs> and and yeah. So she was she she you she didn't like that. So a lot of people would get suspended if she found out that she, someone was speaking in Bangla, which we fought for as a country Jesus. to speak. Can you imagine everyone. in America? <laughs> If if in an English school, if you spoke a different language and a principal suspend you for it, like that, that would be canceled so quick. There would be an uproar. Oh, for sure, hundred percent. You can't speak Spanish was... around me. She's like you're racist. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah. yeah. That w- and like she was our kind, you know, which is the weird part. Like she hated her own heritage somehow. You know what I mean? Jesus. Um, but like I get it. Like she just wanted us to be immersed so that we speak better. I guess speak yeah. well. Yeah. Um. So I get it. Like she had her reasons, but she didn't like if you had your. Sh- we had like a uniform, mm-hmm. um, so we had like, like it's very British, right? Yeah. We had uniform. Like if you saw the crown, it was like part of, like that's how we were raised, right? Um, and so if we took the shirts out of our pants and she saw that, like if you didn't have ties on, she saw that she would like make a fuss about that. You what, um, what was the pun? You would just have to go stand in the corner. Oh, they'll like you know tell you not to come back, send you home, or oh, wow. call your parents. And parents would obviously take you home and start uh, punching you. Yeah. So like they just made sure that the parents the parents did all the dirty work. Did you just like notify? Did you go through? Did you have like a? Did your pa- parents use corporal punishment? 
Oh yeah, 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 they did, and I'm very thankful for it. I, I have me no problems with it. Me too. My mom <laughs> used to hit me with a with a switch and and uh, beat me with a belt. Yeah, I I got a I got a plastic sword. I remember once for Halloween, as yeah. because we had a Halloween Halloween competition. It was like a plastic sword, and I remember being like I did something wrong, and my my dad beat me with it, and it broke. I'm like I'm gonna supposed to be I I can't be a prince. I was like supposed to be a uh indian mythology character yeah. like that had a sword his name was prince ram and i was like i can't be prince ram without my sword now and it was like i didn't go to the costume party because like i didn't have my sword that i was supposed to take because my dad already broke it now you can't even um, you you can't even have swords with your costume now like it's a weapon like, oh wow yeah really? I, I yeah dude i remember when out maybe like high school by the time like it's like if your costume had any weapons to it yeah it was you couldn't bring it so if you were whatever hercules you had you could only you couldn't yeah. bring any any of the accessories and now when you're an adult it's like you don't want to bring the accessories because if you're going out drinking you don't want to fucking have something in your hands you know carry it around yeah yeah, yeah so yeah my, my my yeah my parents definitely used like there was like a thin line of stick that was pretty popular in in the household the switch that's a switch um that's a switch is that i is think that's that what, what a switch called? is yeah like like a yeah a stick you know yeah yeah so that was pretty popular um like you know like when you play call of duties you have to like select your armors that's one of them that my parents always used like they would go call of duty select that they uh, a screen would just pop up over their their head and they would just start yeah yeah which (laughs) which ones should should i select the should i select the flip uh flip-flops over there oh the spatula the wooden spoon yeah, when you're really like bad, they, uh, when you're really bad, it starts getting to the the metal stuff and the and the baseball yeah, bats. Yeah. This is this is this is like a big big battle coming ahead. So <laughs> we gotta. It's we report. Gotta, uh, we're getting our report or, cards today. <laughs> yeah, yeah, exactly. Um, but yeah, like they were like very loving and kind. They just you know that's how they were raised. So I get it. Yeah. I don't have any you know uh, bad vibes. I understand. Um, no, no complaints from my my side, at least. Right now, how about um? So over here in America, I hate, I hate it. Sounds so demeaning when I say it like that. Over here <laughs> in the uh, U.S. of A., the in great ha- U.S. of A., <laughs> uh, with our yeah. president, leading leader Donald Trump, uh, so great. Um, <laughs> we do, and the thing we we have a uh, we have we do prom. I'm sure you know what that is. Did you have a, a dance yeah, or a yeah. prom situation? Oh yeah. And yeah, but yeah, the guys yeah, would fight. Did you have to fight anyone for your for your date? <laughs> I my date I so I had a date from a different school and that was like kind of the cool thing to do when Ooh. you bring dates from a different school. Yeah. And yes. that was like pretty much like the gossip girl of our um schooling system. Like, oh my god, you're going out with that girl. They're always school. hotter I'm for like, some yeah. reason. They're always just hot. Like Yeah. Yeah. It's just like there's like a mystery behind it. They're like, Oh, we don't really know, but we see their Facebook pictures and they look so attractive. Yeah. And, how so there was a lot of jealousy around that if you and the thing was that i was also like a pro gamer i was a huge fifa fanatic mm. and i would go and like this other other school they would like host competitions and i would go and win and so like that kind of also had like some different um and gamers were like pretty cool they were not like this nerdy because we, we would win money we would win a lot of money and there was like a huge pooling of money that they would Guys are smart, man. For... In America, people play video. They just play Madden against each other for bragging rights, and yeah. like they do dumb yeah. dares. Like if I win, you have to, you have to, you know, drink my fucking uh, dog's piss. Like in Bangladesh, <laughs> you guys are just let's monetize this skill. This is a skill. Let's yeah, fucking yeah. make money. <laughs> yeah, yeah, 
yeah it was it was pretty quickly monetized and i did that and then obviously i would go to different schools for our inter-school competitions and basketball so that's how i met some wow. of those girls when i was um um you know t- asking to prom and stuff but yeah i remember the girl that i went to prom with is married and in canada now which is like phenomenal um a, lo- like a lot of my friends they just left after high school they like i have friends in every part of the world wow australia malaysia england sweden germany so a lot in the u.s and canada very interesting so did a lot of people stay or, or is this the majority that that left or is no 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 majority stayed okay. majority stayed i my group my cohort of people my friend group they uh like half of them left and half of them stayed so we always i guess i i was like maybe had a bit more of a uh, drive to study abroad and like do like change something and like when i was four i, I remember that people would ask me what you, what i wanted to do and i was like i want to study in the u.s mm-hmm. and i i was always like i don't know why but i had a cousin who studied abroad and i was like oh that's something cool that i want to do and i study abroad and so that kind of always was the plan and it never changed that's smart man i mean i say this i feel like i say this every episode i do this it's like i wish when i was younger i i i didn't care about how cool i was or trying to i wish i just did more things like it's it's like especially when you're in college like you can take a class on anything you know yeah and it's free it's not free because you're paying for whatever loans right but it's like now, right, if I right, want right. to take a class, dude, like if I want to learn how to do something, I don't, I don't like I have to like find a class, you know, and right. pay pay big money, and then and then you go there. It's it's yeah. it's actually now like the online schooling is pretty good. Like there's a lot of online free classes on Coursera and um, Ed or platforms that are pretty free, and it's like offered from like Harvard and MIT. Like I would take oh, wow. classes online. And they were like all free classes. Like I learned a lot of coding stuff through that. You're so doing like the coding nowadays, too, right? It's pretty, actually pretty easy. What? You're doing coding? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Because I had to do a lot of coding for my research projects. So I was learning them over the summer or winter breaks. Right. Um, to like implement those uh, techniques in uh, stats and number analysis. It's amazing, man. I mean, do you sleep? I sleep. I love sleeping. I I was like one of those kids in college who are like, oh, sleep is for the for the week. And I was like, because um, I was like always taking like, because I I uh, minored into and then majored in chem chemical engineering. So I was was taking like twenty five credits, and everyone was taking like fifteen. You or were something. taking twenty five a semester. Like like I had to like always go to my dean and get like a paper signed off that saying that this is okay. Yeah, for this yeah. Guy. You know what I mean? Holy you fuck. couldn't just take that credit, that many credit because there was like a limit to how many you could take. Yeah. And I, like you said, like it's like you, if you're already paying, might as well maximize it. So that's what I was trying to do. I was Smart. like, let's maximize the amount of classes I can take. Did- so I like minored in, in the bio biochemistry business. Yeah. Um, Wow, and like did like a lot of research uh, in biofu- biofuels and um, uh, did some cancer stuff. <laughs> I love how I said cancer stuff. Cancer stuff. Um, a dabble in cancer yeah, yeah, just stuff. Just like cancer stuff. I dabble in cancer research. Dude, um, you, I mean, so obviously, I mean, I I gotta guess that you know you do comedy because you want to be a full time comedian. But I mean, you have all these. One, like, do you do you want to do comedy in, in, in like? with bio a biochemistry feel to it like like do you have any desire to do stuff like that or you're what just, do you mean biochemistry feel to it 
like like biochemistry comedy, you know, like whatever science comedy. Oh, oh, oh! I have like few jokes about like biology cells and like you know uh, math maybe, but like that's not the majority of it. I'm still like trying to find myself and like like writing everything that I can. Yeah, I don't, I don't like, I don't have like a pigeonhole yet where I'm like, oh, this is what I'm gonna focus on. I'm just sure. like trying to write good books right now and yeah, you know, just expand and expand and expand. And then you know, when time comes, like you know, if you look at someone like Gary Gullman, who's like one of my favorites, yeah, he just like wrote so much over like 30 years, and now he's like kind of making top like uh thematic shows where like, the great depression he had all about depression yeah but yeah. that comes with years and years of writing and then taking those chunks together to see what uh, arc you can create in your in your special right and that's the goal someday that you know i have i can see the different things that i love and maybe create some kind of an arc in a in a special and i just right. want to create good work you know that's pretty much the only goal that no one can really stop me from doing because that's the beauty of comedy. It's like you get up, you do it. You get up, you do it. Yeah. And you keep adding, you keep adding, you keep it's, adding. It's so much fun, dude. It's a it's a puzzle that will yeah, never, never boring. Never, yeah. never. It's never boring. Never boring, dude. I mean, just even yesterday, I, I just like, oh, I have this new idea and I tweeted, tweeted it. It got a bunch of I'm like, this could yeah. be a new joke. And I, you know, said it. Yeah. It's just like then you get that whole excitement and. And then yeah, exactly. It, yeah, and then you have the shows you want to work on stuff, and then you have the shows like Sam Morell opens. You're just like, this is a show where I just want to fucking kill, you know? Like, yeah, like, yeah. It, it, it's just super. It just it never gets old, man. Like I, the beauty of this, like I've been doing this for six years, man, and like I'm still, I still wake up as mo like just excited, like a like a like a kid on Christmas. Oh, know? for sure, and I can see that. Like you always have that you goals, and you're trying to work and like trying to improve all the time, and just like so encouraging to see people like always like having that drive and the love of comedy it's like beautiful right yeah yeah dude i'm you know and i'll, I'll say this um like uh it really like when like, you mentioned this a couple times we're like i you know like I, when i moved here i saw you and and you were nice and like that's what i hope like when i like i i try like when people message me sometimes oh how do, can i what do i what do i do to get there i'm like i always just try to message back even if i'm like oh god but i'm just like right right i'm like just trying to be nice and I hope if they just take whatever information I can give them or whatever, like bad Slava link or whatever, you know, and they yeah, could yeah, just yeah. manifest it the way you have, you know, where you're just like, you just really yeah. like, it's like, I'm just happy. Like, it's like, um, you know, some people take it and then they ask, they, 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 you could tell they're just kind of trying to get stuff out of you, but yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm happy. It's like means something. Cause sometimes I do feel like, like, am I just, helping people for no reason you know or like it might just like right, be nice right, for right. no reason but um it's yeah, good to yeah. know that it's, it's like um inspiring some people um, oh for sure but dude yeah man um you so wh where you uh where are you gonna be at next because i know you were just with sam yesterday uh, yeah so my next few things we have a um penthouse show at arrogant swine that's outdoors heated on new year's eve so that should be really oh very fun. nice new year's eve gig yeah yeah and then i am um, uh on the road with monroe martin i don't know if you know him dude you open for every new york city comic what the f monroe martin too <laughs> yeah monroe, i'm do i'm doing a gig with him on the first and so then awesome. one with uh, matthew brochard and on the second so that should be fun jesus uh, dude. so those are the next next few dates i have fuck yeah um, dude and, uh, 
Yeah, and then we're going together in Jan 29th, so that should be... That's I'm right. I'm super excited for that. January 29th, everyone. I, um, yeah. Shafi and I will be at the Milton Theater in Delaware. Um, that's going to be fun, man. Dude, they're going to have a great show, man. I, I I don't know what kind of comedy they get out there in Delaware, but we're, we're going to rock that shit, dude. They're, they're, they don't oh, know what I they're in for. Oh, I can't wait. I'm just excited to like go on a... I love road trips with comics. You get to know them so well, and it's just so fun. You get like workshop bets, maybe like learn more about them and you just get comfortable around them. And it's just so yeah. fun. Like I, I love I love doing that. We're just and we also just speak the same language, dude. Like we we know all the yeah. little nuances. We all have this we all have the same mindset and experiences. It's yeah. like it's like this little 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 fraternity, you know, where like we yeah, got yeah. we did through we did all the shit that no one else has and we only we can really talk yeah. about and understand each other. So um it's 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 I, and then and then um we're also gonna be doing um what the hell's it the Sandman's Comedy Club whenever they give they're they're still waiting for um to give me dates but I'm I'm gonna have you come with me for that too oh hell yeah that's dude. gonna be great yeah, yeah. I love that dude. that'd be that'd, that'd be amazing yeah all right so guys um Shafi if you can go back to high school and change anything would you change anything um that's always like I know I know we talked about this slightly and like it's always like that thing that oh. Do I have regrets and do I want to change something? And at the same time, I'm like, yeah, but like, would I be the person I am if I did change something? You know what I sure, mean? Like it's like, yeah. it comes down to something like philosophical. Right. But at the same time, like when I went back, I, um, I, I, I have always like my goal has always been to be kind. And that's like very important to me because like everything else is very transient and temporary because people are gonna die so i don't want to make anyone feel <laughs> feel <Yeah>. bad <laughs> you know what i mean because like i, I just want to make them feel like fine around me that's like the basic goal that i have at least and when i was like in high school or like middle school um i i i had like two very good friends and over the years we kind of lost touch because you know of distance and all of that so and then I, I remember once um, one of my friend got upset about um, this. About we like so we went out. We're hanging out. He asked me for uh, money. He asked for my money, and I didn't have it at the time. And he he flipped. He's like, "Oh, you always have money. Why why don't you give it to me?" I was like, "I don't have it right now." And he I could have actually gathered the money if I could have, and I didn't. Um, and then he, we, our friendship never kind of healed ever again. That, um, that's terrible. So that, yeah. That was kind of weird. Yeah. Um, so maybe, maybe I would, I would have changed and did a, like, should have done a better job in like being in touch with some of the folks that, um, had, uh, instrumental, um, instru they were instrumental to how I was sure. shaped as a, as a, as a teen. I yeah. Guess. But you're absolutely right. I, I, I feel I'm actually in a very fortunate position where all my best friends, pretty much the only people I hang out with outside of comedy are people yeah. I went to high school with. Um, yeah. I, I mean, I, I'm, I grew up 50 minutes from New York City where I live now, and all my friends live in Jersey right. City. So we all keep in contact, uh, touch. We're all best yeah. friends. Um, yeah. But the bottom line is people change, man. And, you know, of course you want to keep in contact with the good people, but this whoever this is, that your friendship's over because of, of money. It's that's yeah, yeah. that doesn't sound like it's, it was a real friendship. It sounded like someone that was just trying to who's in some type of uh, 
you know, situation and they're just looking at you as a basically a, a loan, you know, not really as a, as yeah, a friend, yeah, yeah. Or, you know, like, yeah, if, if I asked my friend for, for money and he couldn't give, I'd be like, yeah, you're not. That's fine. We're still best friends. I still want to hang out with you. I still like. Right, you, right, you know? right. So that's yeah. It was it was really a weird, you, weird, weird incident. But at the same time, like you should definitely hold on to your, like it's good to have friends who live close by because when you're taping your special, you want them to come out in God, droves. You goddamn yeah. right, and they're not gonna get any discount. <laughs> yeah, yeah, I love it. I love it. <laughs> All right, Shaw. Tell everyone where to, where they can find you and stuff. Um, so I have a podcast called I Americanized, where I kind of explore how America influences everything. Because when, when I grew up in Bangladesh, but I have always felt very American, and I don't know why. So that's kind of the 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 reason behind the pods. I bring in like the best comics I can find, like all the good people, and like you know something they're interested in discussing. So like I for you know, 9/11, I did with Joe Liss, and that was really fun because he was always fascinated by that topic, and he didn't really grew up in a small town in mass for example and didn't really know a lot about islam or muslim and mm. we can explore that together and what kind of influences 9-11 has in the rest of the world so we we take a topic and kind of talk some history some relationship to the topic and explore that that's kind of fun um the we ha i have some sketches on youtube which you can check out at shafi's in youtube channel and then you know you can find me on insta where i put up my shows and stuff at Shafi stands up and you know hopefully James and I can work on some projects that you should definitely check out in the future dude let's let's do something let's shoot a sketch or something um we're touring together yeah. too so let's 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 do something man we gotta uh, um I, I I I uh you gotta keep the good ones around you know and you're definitely a good oh, egg for sure. and um we can make something happen all right guys thanks for listening yeah. um uh, uh happy new year and uh, we'll see you next time Hope you guys enjoyed the episode with Shafi Hossein. Here are some upcoming tour dates. January 5th, Tuesday, I'll be doing a headlining set, virtual headlining set for Sets in the Litter. That's going to be on Zoom. Um, also, if you want to know more information, jamescomancha.com slash shows. All ticket links and all information for shows is on there. Um, let's move on. January 7th, Thursday, I'm doing a Tiny Cupboard virtual show. Tiny Cupboard's like, the new comedy club that opened up during the pandemic. And January 8th, I'm doing another virtual show. I believe it's also Tiny Cupboard. That's going to be on January 8th, Friday. January 9th, I'm doing a clean virtual show for all you Christian Mingle folks out there. And January 10th, live comedy in Hatboro, Pennsylvania. Comedy review at the Crooked Eye Brewery. Get your tickets for that. That's Sunday. And then I'll be in Austin, Texas. January 11th to 14th, um, doing shows at Baker Street Pub, Whiskey Tango Foxtrot, Cherrywood Showcase, Smoking Barrels Comedy at Smoking uh, Barrel and Amps in Georgetown. And then January 19th, Uncle Vinny's Comedy Club. January 27th, Mutt Comedy, another virtual headlining show. January 29th, headlining live show in Milton Theater, Milton, Delaware. Then February 11th to 14th, Mother's Day weekend. Oh, no, 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 not Mother's Day weekend. Valentine's Day weekend. Um, I love my mom. That'll be, I'll be in Side Splitters, Tampa, Florida, opening for Jared Freed. And then I also will be in Orlando, Florida, at Porky's Comedy Club, February 19th to 20th. And last but not least, Uncle Vinny's again, March 9 to 11. Guys, come out to a show. Please support me. 
Last year was tough. This year will be better. Check out my YouTube page. Um, I got all I got all this new content up there. Check out the Instagram page at Kamach Bro. Always posting stuff and always posting jokes on Twitter at Kamach Bro. Have a good one, guys. Yeah.